It's Groundhog Day, guys. Again? It's <laughs> felt that's like that for a long a... time. Um, by the way, it's also one of my best friend's birthdays. Rachel's birthday today. Easy to remember when it's on Groundhog Day. Yeah. Okay. So what happens when she sees her shadow? <laughs> she stays home. Yeah, she goes She's to Vegas home. for another six weeks. She's been weeks. home since March of last year. <clears throat> You know what? That's got to be tough. She's not going out. You're, and I know this is supposed to be about Groundhog Day, but you know, your friend Rachel is one of those traveler foodie types. I mean, she is she's a PhD who lives her life. Yeah, and she's, she's always not, gone. But she's not really done any traveling lately, has she? None. Working yeah. from home. She went into her office a couple of days, I want to say in December, mm-hmm. for just a and socially distanced and all that. And she said it was so weird. And I think she's mostly back at in her apartment. Yeah. Anyway, well, I, I hope she gets her. to travel again soon. Well, so Groundhog Day, we're just going to be waiting to see what What's happens. his face? Yeah. What's his face, huh? Punxsutawney Phil. Punxsutawney Phil, yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to get to that. We have a special Hollywood outsider about the movie Groundhog Day later this morning. Mm, please don't tell me they're going to remake it. No, okay. it's not about that. It's about the original perfect movie. Yeah, which starring, came out 30 years ago. Something right? like that, yeah. starring Bill Murray. But I wanted to bring up something else completely different. I was just saying it's Groundhog Day. I was just saying my general, <clears throat> general good morning. Do you know... <laughs> Something I learned this weekend. You know, I read to my grandfather on Sunday morning. I read the Bible to him on Sunday mornings because mm. he can't see to read anymore and he wants that desperately. And I spend about an hour with him every Sunday morning. He has me reading in Psalms right now. And the word unicorn is in the Bible. Did you know that? When I read I it, I was that. like, uh, what? Kind of what? Bible? The regular Bible, King right? King James Version. Okay. The Bible. I even... Oh, I know. No, I had two unicorns, right? No. <laughs> On the ark? Noah would have been in the New Testament, dork. <clears throat> no, anyway. Huh? Noah yeah. wasn't in the New Testament. Wouldn't he have been? What church did you go to? Oh, goodness. Oh, mayday. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm meant old. Does, does I'm meant old. Does, I, yeah, does your papa know this? <laughs> <laughs> I meant old. You know, when I said I new, I went back. I meant old. You know what I mean. Oh. Anyway, I was so, it was like this chat. It was just well, all wait, about where, where all was these, it? The, in Psalms. Yeah. Psalms. I even, yeah, it's about, and I stopped and I said, unicorn? I said, Papa, unicorn is in here? He goes, yeah, I don't know what animal they really mean. I don't think it's what we think of as a unicorn. I said, okay. How, how would he know? <laughs> yeah! That's his best guess. <laughs> Welcome to Sunday Morning with Papa. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider, but next, Sam is the food dude. Yeah, I'm going to let you know how to get pink mac and cheese for Valentine's Day and free coffee all month. Woohoo! Sam's always up on the new eats. Mm-hmm. He's the food dude. So, anyone to uh, the grocery store first or restaurants? Let's do the grocery store. All right. Sam's favorite place. Kraft has uh, a unique version of macaroni and cheese out for Valentine's Day. Right. And you have until Monday, next Monday, to sign up on the Kraft website okay. because they're only giving away a thousand of these candy Kraft mac and cheese. It's pink. You know how yeah. mac and cheese is yellow because of yeah. the cheese sauce? Well, you get the normal mac. But the sauce is going to be a pink, sweet candy flavor. I so don't for, want mac and cheese to be sweet. You don't want to try that? Nope. It just sounds nope. like... Nope. Mac and cheese purist. Cheesy. Okay. Well, if you think about it, mm. I mean, pasta and all that kind of stuff, it's... I mean, that's how... You know, sweet bread is cake, for okay. lack of a better term. Thank you. You know? Sweet. What's next, food, dude? Go to the craft website by Monday and sign yeah, you have up. They're to only order giving it. They oh, don't, you can't buy it. They're no. only giving away a thousand boxes, but sign up. I did. I'll let of you know course. if I happen to get okay. one. Uh, oh, here we go. Bring it here and make looking it. Looking forward to this one. Grape nuts. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. if you've been looking for grape nuts on the shelf, 
They're in short supply. Supposedly there's a, a shortage. Yeah. Right? That's because Why? of the pandemic. <laughs> or people are stocking Supply up. issues. The supply chain is not... But the line from the, the Grape Nuts spokesperson, it, it was like right out of Murphy's book. Okay. Proprietary technology and a production process that isn't easily replicated, which has made it more difficult to shift production to meet demand during this time. So because of the pandemic, they're not able to get... Yeah. The right ingredients into the factory or whatever yeah. to make it. So it's I didn't realize they were still selling that stuff. I didn't either. I used to love grape nuts. You right? did? When I was yeah, a little a kid, kid yeah. I would eat it thinking, oh, this makes me so grown up. I'm eating a grown I up cereal. I have never tasted grape nuts. Well, I believe it's the commercials, good. too. It's just like, wow, man, I must be really healthy. <laughs> right. Um, all all this, the vitamins and minerals. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, excuse me, Dunkin' uh, okay. is giving away free coffee all this month. It's a free coffee Monday. Every Monday in February, you as long as you got, your, donut you got your Dunkin' Donuts rewards card, whatever that is, okay. yeah. you get a free coffee. Nice. Right. They just swing coffee. in there and get a okay. free coffee. All right. Thank you, food dude. Mm-hmm. Next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sex in the City. You know we're getting a reboot. HBO Max. Um, I have some deets on the storyline. I'm not sure I'm loving it. Tell you about it next. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So, uh, first heard about this sometime in January that Sex and the City is getting a reboot and it's going to be on HBO Max, mm-hmm. which is awesome because HBO was its original home. This show that I loved. Um, and three of the four women are coming back. And I'll give you character names Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte are coming back. Samantha is not coming back. Mm-hmm. And we know there were some you know issues between those ladies actresses that she was she the most edgy of all of them she was the sauciest for sure that doesn't mean the show won't still be saucy but here's the deal we do know that it's coming back sometime later this year these women are all signing up to be a part of it again but it's going to be modern day current day so they're like women in their late 40s and early 50s navigating mm-hmm. life relationships love all of that like they always did before <clears throat> but sarah jessica parker has said yes it will have a covid uh, you know, storyline to it because yeah. it's also them having to, it's based in what's going on really, really right now. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, they need to make it current, right? I mean, I uh, guess, I mean, not all shows are doing it. Some mm-hmm. shows are doing the current thing like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Like a huge COVID storyline there, but some are not. And, you know, fans are kind of like not so sure because it's like they, you want, Sex in the I'm City living, is the, yeah. the kind of show you want to escape. Yeah. I want to escape. I don't want to deal with them and deal with masks and social yeah. distancing but well but it, it may be real when it comes to dating relationships right now in the COVID is. world right so there you it's kind of hard to kiss with a mask on that's right coming up next i'll let you know why one of my kids uh is actually keeping track of all the meals i cook <laughs> i found out the most shocking thing about my son parker who's 15 uh what's that this past weekend when he was there you know maddie yeah. maddie wasn't there because she's working uh but parker when it's just one kid, I usually say, hey, what do you want to eat for nice. dinner? You know, hours ahead of time. So you don't lay it out like, this is what dad's making. No, when all three are there, it's like, this is what we're having. Take right. it or leave it. Okay. But when he was just Parker, it's like, hey, you got something you want? You haven't had in a while? He goes, huh, let me go check and I'll get back to you. And wow. I check? Like, he was in the house, too. Where are you going to check? So he went away and then he came back. Well, he actually didn't come back. I got a text. That said, he wanted smash burgers and tater tots. Why did he? What did he have to check? He has a list. Apparently, Parker, when I fix dinners for the kids, he takes a picture of the dinner. 
Aww. Some of which he sends to his mom, like, look what dad fixed. Oh. You know. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, you are a very good cook. And some of it, yeah, I don't know what he does with them all, but he's been taking pictures of what I, the meals that I cook. You know, not the ba- not donuts or something like that. But, but when you cook. Um, yeah. And so he went back and looked through the pictures, I guess, and, and saw, what? smash burgers and tater tots look good to him, yeah, and that's no what kidding. he wanted. No kidding. But that, that was, it's like... that. No, that's a huge compliment. It is. It's a, a, that's compliment. his way of keeping track of his favorites. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. I know just, you like I just, it. Yeah, it's just kind of weird that you take pictures of your parents' food. <laughs> I don't know. So, we all ta- uh, we're all in that that we all take pictures of food. Oh, that's well, yeah. I guess I think that's the media. world that we are. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now, um, so how do you make your smash burgers? You smash them. Yeah. I have the griddle. You know, the back blackstone. So you make a ball. Okay. Put it on there, and I have this big old cast iron smashing thing. You smash it all. Yeah. You gotta have it cranked up real high so yeah. that it puts that char and crisp on the bottom. Mm, okay. Now, what do you do to the meat? You don't overwork salt the meat, pepper. right? Just salt, salt and pepper. pepper. Yeah, make a little ball and smash it. Yeah. Salt and pepper on it, and puts. I also put some onions on top. So when you flip it, the onions. I love grilled onions on a burger, and they're Stop so thin. It. You got to have two to make it worthwhile. Two oh, burgers, okay. two patties. Yeah. So it, mm. it does that no crispy wonder. thing on the edges. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Yeah. No wonder he that. takes pictures and requests. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we would all like some now. Oh, next time I'll have Parker send you the pictures. Oh, great. Too. Coming up next. Hey, from our Facebook page, Murphy, uh, yeah. Penny wants to know if you took this certain item from your dad's house that Jody didn't want in your house. <laughs> we love hearing from you and connecting with you on social media. And thanks for all the reading suggestions. I posted the book I'm reading on our Facebook page the other night, and I got a lot of, oh, wow, because I'm reading a memoir now, something serious. Yeah. It's called The Choice. Sounds like a Murphy book. Whose memoir? Um, remember her name. Her name is Dr. Edith Eva Eager. Okay. She's a Holocaust survivor. And she wrote this incredible memoir. I know. I'm not reading junk. What do you think about that? You don't always read junk. You've I read do. a lot of great bio- yeah, biographies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So thank you for the suggestions. Social Media Connect. All right. Penny from Facebook wants to know, Murphy, did, mm-hmm. well, did Murphy end up with the lamp that belonged to his dad? The giraffe lamp. The giraffe lamp that I think Jody said she didn't want in the house. Well, so, you know, that's a good question, Penny. The thing is, the giraffe lamp is still at my late dad's house. Uh, it doesn't mean that it won't show up somewhere it will at make, our yeah. house. It'll make its But, way. I mean, it, it just depends. We haven't gotten to the point yet where we're talking about what things leave my dad's house and where they wind up, mm-hmm. which will be an easy. I'm really fortunate that my brother, sister, and I, we get along fine, and that won't be an issue. Uh, so I'm more concerned about what Jody will think. Is it? <laughs> well, understand, Phoebe, our youngest, is the one who wants the giraffe yeah. lamp. How tall is it, it? It's tall. How how tall would you say it is? Uh, I would say it's probably up to my chin. So that makes that's about five feet. Wow. To a kid, it was larger than life yeah. to walk into a house and see a giraffe lamp. Um, and so it means a lot to our girls because that was their grandparents' giraffe lamp. And so it does, it's funny because I don't really have an attachment to it. You know that either. It's, it looks like a giraffe. I can see the three of them. We're going to be like, no, you take it. No, you take it. Where is the light bulb on this? I mean, does it have like a shade over its head? Yeah. The giraffe's head is normal. Yeah. And then I think there's a light bulb above his head and there's a like shade. Like he's got an idea? Yeah. 
Almost, yeah. <laughs> but there's a shade covering the idea. Okay. You got it? Gotcha. Okay. So it looks natural. Yep. Yeah, it so, does. So there you go, but Penny. But Penny, we will keep you posted because obviously this is a critical decision <laughs> we've not been able to arrive at yet. So. Well, I've already told Phoebe if she really wants it, it needs to go in her room or in a corner of the family room. Please take a picture of it. I want to see it. Of course, Sam. And thank you, Penny. On the way, we'll tell you why Murphy and Sam can't leave the construction guys alone around here. You might as well just put on hard hats. We'll have some fun after the show. Also, another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast later today. And if you ever miss anything, by the way, the entire show goes up as the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Um, do you want to talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> There's an elephant, an elephant in the room. Being the construction that we're working around, which, oh, yeah. you know, nobody, I don't think anybody can hear it. Now, we get here, we sometimes hear it, oh, right? Oh, you mean like this? Well, yeah, I think Sam recorded some of Where it. Where you go, Sam? It's that weird. Sounds, sounds like a big piece of equipment, doesn't it? It does. Or a what, truck what's funny is idling. the loudest that it got yesterday, I could not find it. Yeah. Like it was, it sounded like somebody was above us drilling, but they weren't. Well, it's because everything carries, you it's know, with weird. the cement. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there's a whole remodeling going going it on. Which in our is nice. Office. The signs of progress are awesome. One thing, <laughs> I don't like it. God. I'm excited to see it, you know, be done. But so here's one thing though. I don't know if this is the kid in me and Sam because I think Sam and I feel the same way, yeah. or if this is just a guy thing or what this is. But I get really excited about some of the different things that they're using out there. Like, the for tools. example, tools. yeah, the other day they were m- making marks where the electrical is going to have to be dropped, and they were using a green laser light to do that. Did yeah, you see that? that was so cool. And so it was perfectly aligned across the floor. And I'm like, you know what? I I, I don't know what I would do with one of these. But you want one. But I want to have it. Yeah, see, that's I have, a guy thing. I have like a laser leveler light, or I did, and it was orange, and it's like it was kind of sketchy because yeah, it'd come and go. But looking at theirs, I mean, it's, well, there's a professional that. Yeah. Why yours probably came from like TikTok or something? Yeah, and, and then you know, I mean, they they also have much better cordless drills and screwdrivers oh, than yeah. what I've got at home. Uh, you notice that too? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that can drill through anything. I bet you. I think the guy from Tool Time explained it. Like, if some if a dude is outside right. working on something, another dude has to come watch. Well, the guy who's in charge of all this is Zach, I think. Mm-hmm. And, Zach. and so Zach, you know, I I feel like I'm bugging the heck out of him constantly. He's like, so tell me, how does this work? Yeah. <laughs> Can I use this, uh, Zach? Mr. Murphy, could you put that down? The only thing I have bugged them with is I kind of want a hard hat now. But I've and I've been offered one, but I didn't. I didn't it'll take mess it. up your yeah. hair. No, I, I think Jody would look good in a hard hat. I might. I might take one and go talk to Zach. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider coming up next. Though, to help everybody at work, Murphy's going to break down some more corporate speak. Okay, what it means to be scalable and what is it to boil the ocean. Uh-oh. If you are working today, here's some help. Murphy has famously. For my, the entire time I've known you, Murphy, been able to speak the corporate speak and walk the walk. Mur, uh, what, Sam, would walking, you agree? Is it, or is it just my ability to decode it? No, because you it speak is, it, you walk it, you're it. Yeah, you you speak it without even thinking. He actually so. can well, write it better. He can write a, 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 a business letter better than anybody. Yeah. thing is, I, I mean, right. everybody's always teased me throughout my life about being too formal. You're a bit formal well, in your so, you know, communication. Yeah, you're formal in other communication. This, to me, is not, it's not formal. It's just like... It's it, like, what is that? It's almost like corporate catchphrases. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, corporate speak, to decode some of... Here, here, Murphy, Murphy knows what it all means because he uses it easily, with ease. Scalable. What does that mean? 
It means it's something that can be done across the company. In other words, it's this is something that no matter, and it requires really no extra effort. It's just scalable. In other words, the same it's amount doing, of it's working the in same one amount place. of work works in one place, and you're able to scale it to you know the entire company, a larger scale, and it doesn't okay. cost any more, and it doesn't. Okay, you know, okay, yeah. okay. Some of the other ones that get thrown around that I, I feel like I know what they mean, just because I feel like I have some common sense. Buy in. That's mm. one of the. Yeah, but I didn't realize that was corporate page. speak. I've always you know. Well, buy in is not something that Grandpa throws around yeah. at the house, so I think it's work speak. Yeah. At least. Yeah, I mean, when you're buying into something, you accept it. You know, right. like you're, you're in it to win it. Move the needle. <laughs> Move the needle? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I mean, moving the needle means it's taking action. Something that's something you're doing is actually causing a reaction. Is that like pushing the peanut? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you push the peanut across the finish line. Pushing the peanut, I think, it just means, you know, Do people say staying that focused. And, and I, pr- I haven't heard Maybe in that. the 1950s. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't think anybody pushes the peanut anymore. One of my favorites is bandwidth. Oh, oh. which means oh, yeah. what's this person's bandwidth? Meaning, what can they handle? Yeah, how many different how things can this person do? How broad can they, you know, bandwidth? Yeah. You've how obviously broad got a lot. Why can't you just say that? I don't you know. You think it's more than he can handle? I don't know. What's his bandwidth? Favorite well, one? Mean, huh? Probably because when it's when it's bandwidth, it just sounds better. You know? Can we give him more? Sounds no. Cooler. But does he have the bandwidth to handle more? Well, of course he does. <laughs> and let's not boil the ocean. Meaning. Something impossible. Uh, I heard that. I read never. that, Murphy. Like I've it's never impo- heard that. It's, takes up too much time, and it's it's a big waste of time. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider. This one's perfect for Groundhog Day, which it is. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Today is officially Groundhog Day. It is. And it's so funny that this movie, Groundhog Day, starring Bill Murray, um, is so appropriate right now in our world to watch this time around because a lot of us have felt like it's been Groundhog Day since last year. I'm reliving the same day over and over. Bill! <laughs> Ned Ryerson. Bang! Right? You, know, you feel like you're how, reliving it? How Groundhog, Groundhog Day, that term means reliving it over and over and it didn't it didn't before yeah no. the movie it was you know and that movie's 30 years old i wonder how many people get introduced movie. to the movie on groundhog day i know for the it's first a, time it's decent i mean it's a good family movie there's a couple little things if your kids are really young and sensitive to some things he tries to do to himself as yeah. i'll say but other than that toaster. some some stuff you didn't know about the movie so if you've never seen it or if you've never watched it as a family tonight might be your night um before Bill Murray was cast, yeah. two other actors were considered. Yeah. Tom Hanks hmm. and Michael Keaton. Oh, wow. I can see they're all kind of the same ilk, but you know, but Bill, Murray, actually, Bill Murray is the one who nailed it. Bill yeah. Murray is the one who had the angst, like, you know, and, and by the way, while filming, he got bitten by a groundhog a couple of times. Yeah. I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, <sighs> frozen, hung, electrocuted, and burned. Oh, really? Every morning I wake up without a scratch on me, not a dent in the fender. (laughs) Fantastic. It is Groundhog Day. We'd love to hear from you, so join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off there. I've had too much coffee. I'm sorry, Jody. What's that number again? 877-310-4MSJ. Right. I'm getting distracted because the construction on and off, you're going to hear those noises probably throughout the show. Sorry about you. What's going on, Danny? Hey, you guys, I was just calling you because uh, I, I, I was really in a cruddy mood this morning. I, I get up every morning at 4 a.m. to get the kids on the bus. Oh, my goodness. 
Actually, I've been driving them, but I love your show. I'm from Boston, and when you guys mentioned the close talker, (laughs) I completely fell to pieces. I, you know, I. Working in Boston a lot, you know, a lot of my friends, they were close talkers, and boy, they smelled like a brewery. <laughs> but, uh, oh, my gosh. I, I love your show. It, it really yeah. makes you connect with the human, you know, <laughs> the human life. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. That's what you're supposed to do every day is connect with humans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Well, I get up with three humans every morning. Uh, they're 14, 13, and 12. And, oh, my goodness. Uh, but uh, you guys really touch with the human, the human race, and uh, it's it's good to hear. You know, thank <laughs> well, you. We're glad. We're, we're, Sweet of you, you to say. So, are you um, but, hopeful uh, that that Brady the goat wins the Super Bowl this weekend? Uh, you know, I'm I'm wondering how much of the New England Patriots playbook came down here and uh, you know seeded <laughs> this because. Uh, yeah. You know, Tom's just in it. It, it, it. He's just the heart and soul of football, you, you know? Yeah. i never seen that spirit ever since someone like Steve Grogan. Wow. You know, that never quit. Yeah. Never give up. Right. Be down two and a half in, in the in the fourth quarter and somehow turn it around and, and, and kick their butts. Hey, Danny, before we let you go, I need you to say something about park, I parking the car. Yeah. I need to hear park the oh, car. park the car in Harvard Yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You're so true. You are so true. Thank you for calling. <laughs> we appreciate it. That's an honest-to-goodness accent right <laughs> there. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join us. 3 things you need to know today. Number 1, that Capitol Police officer Brian Sicknick who died on January 6th in the attack after this hours-long fight for control of the Capitol, he will lie in honor today at the Capitol Rotunda. Oh, okay. Um and they've paid tribute to Americans for years since the 1800s. Normally, military officers and elected officials, they've done that there. But more recently, Congress has allowed citizens to lie in honor there. And that will happen today before he is buried at Arlington National Cemetery. Number two, more duets to come from Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. And I love to go out fishing. Even with this announcement, I know you heard that Tony Bennett, his family, has announced to the world that he's living with Alzheimer's disease. Yeah, they recorded a follow-up album while... While he was still struggling with Gaga's very aware of it and the reason that the family let the world know is that he's not going to be promoting this album but the album will be released this spring and there's an upcoming documentary to to go along with it with he and Gaga working together while he struggles it's going to be beautiful so look for it and today of course is number three Groundhog Day Uh, zero people in attendance this time because of the pandemic in Mm -hmm. fact wouldn't it be nice if he could predict the end of the pandemic? Um, but uh, they pulled him out, and here's what he did. There's a perfect shadow cast of me. Six more weeks of winter there will be. Uh, Groundhog Day, by the way, observed in the U.S. and Canada, but the rest of the world thinks we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Three things to know today. And coming up, since uh, Jenny and Sam were giving me a little grief about the corporate speak thing, mm-hmm. I'm going to put both of you to the test with a few words. I want to see if you know the meaning of. A little earlier, uh, Jody was mentioning corporate speak, which yeah. I'm, you know, accused of, of using yeah. every so often, Murphy. which to me is just nothing more than formal language. You know, it's, and I know that there are a lot, in, and I'm actually going to quiz both of you on a few of these in a second, but oh. there are a couple of different movements to say, look, just have a little zen when it comes to 
corporate speak because it is part of life. It's just the words become overused like anything. It's yeah. just in the corporate world that for some, whatever reason it seems to become a buzzword. It gets overused. I read something about right. it once about how it's like yeah. it's it's for the corporate culture so that you can feel like you're but I don't, you know, I more really effective the, than you the, actually the, are. The thing is, if you don't know the word, first of all, and I, I learned this when I was trying to speak French in high school. Okay, Sam. So you're equating corporate speak with French? Yes, because oui. until you're fluent in it, you have to stop, hear what they said, think of think what about it's supposed it. to mean yeah. so you can And you're answer off track. Back. Yeah. And then you're mm. like five seconds behind the conversation. I'm sorry. Welcome to it. That's why Murphy's here to help us. All right, quiz away. I don't think any of these are particularly difficult, but anyway. Quiz away. Uh, okay, circle back. Get back in touch with. Yeah. yeah follow right. up. But that apparently that was one of the most overused ones last year okay. in 2020. Circle yeah. back, follow up. Uh Meaningful dialogue. Good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what that just means? talk, yeah. Come on, Sam. But but why can't we just call it that? I don't, I don't know. know. Corporate, that's why. It's it's funny. Right? I don't know why. Okay. Um, so, you know, you reach out. Call when you, or, yeah. or contact. Yeah. Actually, you probably reach out to touch base with somebody. <laughs> that's right. another one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the popular ones, two of the really popular ones in 2020 were Curate. You know, huh? curate, everybody's sort of a curator, like a museum curator. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, curating basically means to create, organize, and, you know, it's... Do something? Is that what it means? No. If you're curate, you're the, okay. You're, you're the one who's, you've organized something, you know, special, put it together. You're the, sort of the you're person the who had the original idea. Yeah, right. yeah. You're the organizer. The spearheading. The organizer, right, okay. exactly. Okay, got um, it. And then, ID, you know, ideate. Oh, what? Which is coming up with ideas, basically. Ideate? When you, when you ideate, yeah. Is it like a verb? Yes, it is. That's not a word. It is. Actually, no. I, I studied this, yeah, and just we, so you know, Sam, it, from the 1600s, ideate <sighs> dates back to the 1600s. It's so in the dictionary. When you talk about an overused corporate word, you're talking 400 years worth right back. there, baby. That was going. Uh. Okay, I feel smarter, I guess. No, use normal words. <laughs> coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, um, Salem is on hold. 877-310-4MSJ. Not the town, a girl. That's a cool name. Get your game day grub recipes, our favorite five or so football watching recipes online. Game day grub at murphysamandjody.com. We didn't give them funny names this year, did we? No, we don't have to. Like no. baked buffalo chicken dip. It doesn't Man, need to be funny. And the picture of that, if that doesn't make you hungry on the on the mm-hmm. website. Ooh. Yeah. So anyway, 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join us. What's going on, Salem? Morning. So all of these people saying that they don't want Brady in the Super Bowl again yeah. are overlooking the fact <laughs> that it has nothing to do with Tom Brady. Can we not be happy that the Buccaneers have actually made it to the playoffs <laughs> right. in the Super Bowl for the first time in years? I think that's and wonderful to too. Play at their home stadium, yeah, they're playing yeah. at home. I it's mean, come first on, time. yeah, it's super. <laughs> look, as far as the game goes, this is a super exciting game. It will be a good exactly. game. Like you can you can be a Brady hater, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean I'm a Buccaneers fan, trust me. I was not excited when we Oh really got Tom Brady. Really? But look now. Yeah. I I wasn't because 'cause I'm I'm not a Tom Brady fan. Right. Yeah. Just okay. like everybody else. However, huh. I'm a Buccaneers fan. Yes. And I'm excited to see my Bucks in the playoffs. Yes. So as much as I'm not a Tom Brady fan, it's okay. people going, Oh, I don't want Tom Brady to win. Right. 
Yeah, but what about the other 40 players on the Buccaneers team? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's quite a story. It's quite a story. I love that you called to say this, like the greater good. Don't let Brady overshadow it for you because it is a whole team. Yeah. It is a whole team, Uh, and it takes a whole team to get uh, the ball down the field. And that's the thing, too. It's not the Patriots. I think part of it was mm-hmm. the Bucks. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. Brady, Belichick, and the Patriots. Now it's it's just Brady and Gronkowski. Well, no, Fournette. Well, There's I, a know, lot I know, more. I know, <laughs> I know. But all those people that hated the whole package. Sure, it's broken up. Yeah, I'm with you. I love this that you called to say this. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank so, you. Well, go Bucks. Thank you, Salem. a beautiful name it's too. Just in go Bucks. Yeah. I just I, I'm a Brady fan just because of his focus and his you know, tenacity. I think you've yeah. got to admire how hard this guy has worked. He's but obsessed. yeah, but I agree. It should not overshadow the you know the team. No, but somehow the quarterbacks often do. And this year, well, they're the for leader, sure, they're the field general. I know it. Yeah. I know. I'm also going to steal Jody's line for other meetings where you, it takes the whole team to get the ball down the field. <laughs> I like that. New corporate speech. We got to push this across the goal line, guys. Okay. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up on Sunday after the Super Bowl, if you are so jacked about yeah! your team that you cannot go to sleep, there's something really cool for you that supports small businesses across the country. The big concert for small business. Cool. Sunday after the Super Bowl. Headlined by Miley Cyrus. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Chris- she's going to have the TikTok concert earlier in the yeah, day. Yeah, she'll be busy. Um, also, Christina Aguilera performing. This show is... Hosted by Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. It's going to be live streamed, you know, that night after the game on Yahoo and Twitter and Twitch and YouTube and TikTok and CBS Sports Network and so all over the place. if you're online, you'll find it. You will find it. I'm um, also featuring Alicia Keys. Girl is on fire. And it's all about supporting small business. During the concert, you'll be told how to, you know, like text in and support yeah. small business, like one-time donations of $10 to businesses near you. Nice. It's a great idea. Sunday after the Super Bowl. Love hearing from you on Instagram and Facebook. Keep your comments coming. We try to answer and we do read every single one. We try to answer every single one as yeah. well. Uh, from uh, Facebook, Jody. Uh, this is from Karen. It is for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jody, you need to finish the Tiger Woods documentary. It was so good. Exclamation oh. point, exclamation point. Very sad, but uplifting towards the end. He will always be number one in my book. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. So you've got something to look forward to. It well, gets better. My deal was that it was so hard to watch. When Tiger was 10 months old, I unstrapped him out of his high chair one day and he walked over and hit the ball. Uh huh. Yeah, he had no choice. Okay, I um, I, he didn't. He really? didn't have a childhood. He had a golfhood. I, I didn't felt know that. that's what I took away from it. But anyway, should well, I say that? Apparently, you need to watch the second half. I did. Where well, I watched. Did you misinterpret I've something? Watched, I watched. I'm almost. Fi- there's only 15 minutes left for me to see of that one. Oh, so oh, I, wow. I really because I just yeah. got tired of the struggle. Too hard. The one that Jody and I did enjoy, Sam, actually is thanks to you. Hmm. You you recommended the Bee Gees oh, yeah. documentary on HBO. All three of us had the same understanding that we were going to be famous. When you've got brothers singing, it's like an instrument that nobody else can buy. I learned more right. in that hour and 45 minutes about the Bee Gees than I ever knew about them. Yeah. That, wow. That, you know, Barry Gibbs' falsetto high thing was really just sort of a fluke. That I that know. That blew me away. Yeah. yeah. Some producer told him to try something weird, and he did. And that Put was Put on it. some tighter pants. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I'll save the other secret for anybody that hasn't watched it yet. But you know, the story behind staying alive—oh my gosh—is unbelievable. It so is. yeah, it's it's a it's a really great documentary. You know, one of my favorite parts of that one was the Bee Gees, though. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yes. he was so 
great in that. Anyway, yeah. thank you, Karen. Maybe I will finish that Tiger Woods win tonight. I only have 15 minutes left. We get some questions about what I'm reading now. And I, we normally call it the Not So Serious Book Club because I like to normally read fun stuff, not so serious stuff. Well, but maybe I'm reading it's a serious book now. I always thought it was the Not So Serious Book Club because there aren't regular meetings and things like that. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. the occasional thing will oh, go in, yeah, but we're really, whatever, you right. know. Oh, I like that better. Okay, yeah. I thought it because it was like it used to be vampire trash. Well, that's it, all. No, it's been a while since you put a book in there. So. <laughs> okay, so I did start reading something kind of serious called The Choice Embrace yeah. the Possible, and it's beautiful. It sounds like something you'd read, Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by this lady. Um, who, well, she wrote it in 2017. It was published in 2017. She's a Holocaust survivor. Hmm. And it's her whole story about how she went on to escape all of that and become a psychologist and help people escape the prison of their own minds is what she calls it. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very beautifully written. It's her memoir. I'm sorry, it's not light and not funny, Sam. Yeah. But um, So you probably won't want to read it. But I've been getting some questions. So it's our new book in... Yeah. It's not a new book, but it's new to me in our Not So Serious Book Club at murphysamandjody.com.